All right. Snake, knowing what you do now, was it all worth it? Yeah, it was a tragedy. Can you repeat the question? Why Vince got these big men learning from Drew Gulak and Adam Pierce? I so before we came on air like a second ago, I talked about it because I was aware that it was Keith Lee, who we're all fans of, Otis, yeah. who I'm personally a fan of. But then People I thought about it. it. Yeah, you said Davo went back, who I feel like is ready to go right now. For he's a big dude that can work. And then Dodgekovic, that's the one that surprised me. I was like, wait, Dodgekovic went back for what? Yeah, I was like, what is and the, the weird thing is they learning from Gulak and Adam Pierce. I was like, man, maybe Corbin needs to teach a class at the performance center because that's a dude that's never had a problem with Vince. Like, maybe they need to learn his style and they'll get over better. Cause I mean, the only thing I could think. If you want to learn from Drew Gulag, is I mean, if you're gonna teach these big dudes more working holds, okay. But <clears throat> what are they gonna? What is Drew Gulag gonna teach Dabo Kato that Dabo Kato can't do right now? Yeah, cause Dabo, I'm like, dude, I didn't see him. I mean, we didn't see much of him in NXT because they didn't have it. They didn't give him enough time to work you know what i mean that's that's the thing we talked about before in these call-ups like give them a chance to work like after they do something with taco fall too it's like when he he's was not, another one he was another one mentioned oh yeah that's right but he went back but it's like he's just a manager he basically just there just to i don't know just to hold aj styles here no disrespect to him it's just like he had no need to be there just to be his manager when they just out the blue called him a manager. Like we gonna have a conversation about AJ Styles, and I'm not talking about him overall, but the situations they placed him in in WWE, and it's like why? Like they had a bis for his manager one day, and it was like, all right, yeah, like well, that. That's it, okay. But no, it's it's a strange thing because it's um <clears throat> it's one of those things where you know you go back a year and you hear Vince singing the praises of Keith Lee earlier this year you hear Vince talking about how much he loves Otis and how much he's a big fan of Otis so much so that Otis gets the money in the bank contract and then at some point all of that goes away it all goes away like the love for Otis is just gone so much so that they take the money in the bank contract off of him. They don't even let him squander it. They just let him lose it. They break up his tag team and you know how bad it is with Otis. They broke up that tag team and Tucker ain't nowhere to be found anymore. Yeah. Remember he had to rebrand for just a day 
where he yeah. used to heal. He had, I think he had new music. I know he definitely had new gear. And he, he, this was the wild, this is how I knew Tucker was done. They had him turn on Otis on a Sunday. The very next day, he lost to Ricochet on Raw. And I was like, okay, if you can't beat Ricochet, that's, you know, it's a wrap. Right. Cause it's like a hate love thing for Ricochet right now. Yeah. Which I was thinking, like, you know, on Monday, we're supposed to get our superpowers and everything. This would have been the perfect uh, push for Ricochet. Well, Monday, well, he Ricochet already, just come out and be a real superhero, just fly. Well, he's just a beige nightcrawler. He'd be jumping, doing flips and all that already. Hey, man. He you just can't teleport. Let him teleport. Let him be in a match and just teleport. It'd be amazing. So what's Keith Lee's superpower going to be? Can he go back to NXT? Is that the power he wants? Because I know he definitely want to go back. I mean, it's going to be, you know, being a big man in a suit. That's really it. Dude, remember they had Rosie doing that? God bless. They had uh, Rosie doing that with Shane Helms. Yep. But it's 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 a strange thing. Like, like what? Like what is? Drew Gulak, not that Drew Gulak isn't a good teacher or Adam Pierce, no disrespect to them. It's just what do they have to teach Otis and Keith Lee and Dijakovic? Like, I did Vince just need three other people to put in with the rest of those other dudes? Because it feels like they just got lumped in because the, the other couple dudes, they're like, yeah, you guys need to, to work on some stuff. But I can't just I don't want y'all to feel bad. So but they haven't got Keith Lee right since he's shown up. Yeah, Dabble Sean May. Dabble Sean May, he was just doing uh the raw underground that was fire. And then it got mm-hmm. trash after like the third week and they shut it down. And then they didn't have anything else for him to do. And to me, like I said before, it looked like he was ready to go. Like I, I didn't see – we didn't see him in NXT, but he seemed like he was ready to go. I mean, from the physical standpoint, me looking at it, he looks like he's in shape. He looks like the prototypical minus the, you know, the melon in his skin, the t- typical big guy in WWE that Vince loves, but apparently not. And then going back to what you said, he was putting Keith Lee over in a documentary. Now it's just it, – it's basically a work. Now we know it's a work. Because you telling this man on his own documentary, and it looks like a burial as well, that you got to make us believe. Well, we believe, but you didn't even want to give him a mid car push. Like, I think we talked about that before. Like, dude, Bobby Lashley just got the dipset belt and just holding it. Like, yeah, the the mid car. I mean, there's, if you, there's, sorry, my fault. Go ahead, bro. There, no, you just go ahead. There's no mid-card anymore. Like, remember the traditional build was like you go win the mid-card title, then you graduate to become a world champion? Nobody's doing that anymore. Like, what? There, there was clear pathways there to do it. Like, there's no reason next year Bobby Lashley shouldn't be world champion. There's no reason next year Sami Zayn shouldn't be competing for the world title. There shouldn't. There's no reason that you can't put Keith Lee or – you know, Mustafa Ali as mid-card champions. There's no reason to see, just to see if they could be world champions or not. Like you don't know half the time. Vince don't know half the time because 
there's no pathway anymore. Like it used to be like, okay, how are you doing with the mid card title? Are you really like impressing us? Okay, you're impressing us. You're going to go to the world title thing now. You're not impressing us. You're going to stay here for a while and we're going to see if you're going to ever graduate to something more, or if you're just going to be right here. Like, that's why we don't know who's who. Like, Drew, Drew McIntyre didn't win the IC or the U.S. title in his run to become champion. He just won the title. Right, because we had schooling, you know, years ago when he had the IC title and he was a little <laughs> bit thinner to now just being a world champion. And you can do the same thing with Keith Lee, and you're right. Like, there is no mid-card because Bobby Lashley just been holding the title. And I got to say, oh, he just has the strap. So with Keith, it's like, dude, he he can get a title push. Like, hmm. I don't know. Like, but you know how that 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 works with Vince and let's keep it a book, the black workers. You got to be a heel to get the title. I got to be mad at everything. That's why I'm a little yeah. skeptical about what's about to happen with Big Lee just because you could tell he refused to go that route, which he should. And the thing with Keith is it's like so he's in development, but then he was on this past Monday's Raw, which I never I, I never really watched Raw, dude. Like I to be to keep it a buck with you, I barely watched SmackDown the past week and then like I keep trying to tell people with the NBA season coming up, it's gonna be hard to get me to watch wrestling until Royal Rumble season, but it's well, just like he going against the Miz and John Morrison, who are vets, but you know, Keith is a vet too. He ain't a vet, vet like them, but he's a vet. Well, this is the question I got about that. How long has Keith Lee been on on uh the main roster now? It's been about three or four months now. That's it. How there's no comprehensive storyline for him yet? At all, because it went from him showing up to having a potential program with Randy that lasted like two weeks. Then it went from Drew, I'm going to try to go for the title, but I got respect for you. I got respect for you. Now it's just I'm beefing with The Miz. And, yo, The Miz, John Morrison, and Keith Lee. I mean, I'm sorry, Amy. And uh, why am I blanking out right now? No, uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm messing up. Uh, Kevin Owens, my fault. With Kevin Owens, all three of those people – it just seemed like, hey, you want something to do, bet. Either you're going to jump somebody or you're going to get jumped. In the case of Kevin Owens, it's just, I'm going to get jumped. And then this is how I get into it with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that's, that's Kevin Owens' MO now. Just get my ass whooped and got to, got to get this fade back. That's pretty much it. But it'd be his fault too, because he'd just be going up to people and being like, hey, what's going on with you? You need to get yourself together. And they just like, man, who was talking to you? And then Kevin get his ass whooped. But that's how it always works. But with you know, Keith, it's it's just you know, I don't I say, even, I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't know what like what else to say. Like Otis and Keith were like two of the most overstars in WWE this year. And Vince is looking at them like, nah, it's something missing. Yeah, Vince. A plan. That's what's missing. You don't you can't realize that yet, Vincent. Like and that goes with like most of the roster, bruh. Cause thinking about Raw right now, 
it's like the hurt business momentum is about to fall if it hasn't already because it's nobody for them to have a program with. It's just uh, they just forex dudes. They got the suits and everything, and they got the forex plan for them. Yeah, they got the U.S. belt that don't mean nothing, but they be parading it around. They can't beat up on Ricochet no more because they did that for like ten months. Mustafa Ali is the leader of Retribution, but he never there anymore. Nope. It's like they got J-Bone or Skullbone, whatever his name is, going against Ricochet every week. It's wild that they have them sounding like B2K uh, members. It's, it's just wild. You got service on Netflix, by the way. Hey, I was going to say alternate universe Bone Thugs, but that's even funnier. <laughs> like they just they really be out there like they might as well just do a dance uh battle one day are they dancing with they uh freedom papers right now because they about to get fired dude yeah they, they about might to let them go and it's, it's not you know it's something i hate to joke about especially in the pandemic because they've been dealt a bad hand but it's like dude they really because what do you do after they take off the mask because you ain't gonna put them on super i feel like they've to me, it seems to be if you want to go to NXT or let me be on the dark show, the TV dark show, which is superstars, it's an issue. Like, bro, I'm still getting paid. It's not like I'm getting TV time and you got three hours of it. You're not putting me yeah. on your TV time for three hours. Let me be on superstars. I can still that, do something I love and I can still get paid. Is that? And this is what I was talking about last time I was on. Um was I think some of these dudes just show up a little too polished. Like think about all the people in NXT that went to the main roster that's doing really, really good right now. Like Corbin is doing great. And one of the reasons Corbin is doing great is because when Corbin got to the main roster, he didn't already have it figured all out yet. Like he didn't have the wrestling, the in-ring work figured all out yet. Strowman didn't have all the in-ring work figured all out yet. Guys like uh, even the Street Profits to a degree didn't have it figured out yet when they got to the main roster. So they got they had to work a little bit. They had to struggle a little bit. Kevin Owens showed up fully formed. Sami Zayn showed up fully formed. Shinsuke, Aleister Black, Andrade. These are all guys that they didn't have to do much for the ring work other than just learning how to work the Raw and SmackDown style. But if you just let them go... They're good. They're good to go. They're good. All of those people I named are good to win the title right now. Like if you if you legitimately put put a program in play to hey hey we're gonna put the belt on Shinsuke hey we're gonna put the belt on Sami Zayn, people would get behind it because people are already into them. But all like like I said, all of these guys have shown up, and there's nothing for Vince to really do to them. Like, you see the thing with Otis and Keith Lee. This is Vince attempting to do something, and we're all sitting here just looking like, what What do they have to do? What's wrong with them? What are you not liking? Like, what, what, what did Keith Lee do in his time on Raw that made you go, nah, he don't have it yet. We need to send him and let him learn something. What did, what did you see in Otis that, you know, He's like, okay, this is a money in the bank winner right here, only to turn around and be like, nah, something is missing here. Why why didn't you catch that before, Vincent? Well, 
in my perspective, it was probably he was a Bruce Pritchard guy, and now Bruce Pritchard is on SmackDown. So it's like, oh man, he on. Well, he's on SmackDown too, Otis. I'm tripping. He on SmackDown as well with Bruce Bruce Pritchard, but I don't know. Maybe that's when it got to the point where he was, he found out who Otis was. I think Vince finally saw Otis, and he was like, even it, it happened around Money in the Bank, in my perspective, and he probably was like, who is this? Well, this is the money in the bank winner, Otis. Uh, he's overweight. Yeah, but, you know, he already got the money in the bank case, so we got to kind of roll with it. Because since he won the case, it became a joke. Like, I've never seen the money in the bank case become such a joke. You know, it was instances where I feel like The Miz had it, and he was clowning around with it. Brock Lesnar had it. And you he have, was clowning around with it, but it wasn't to this Corbin, uh, like lose this. It. You got Corbin winning and then losing a match to Jinder Mahal. Like you, like yeah, that, that's because even though you know he's from a different country, it was the Saudi bag thing. Well, it's not just that; it was the India. Like I mean, gen, technically, Jinder's Canadian, but they had to get the India money. But the the thing that became wild was like they even let Corbin like and suffer the indignity of losing it in an embarrassing way. Whereas like, yo, they, they killed Otis's tag team to lose that belt only to put him back in the tag team. Like they got him in a tag team with Chad Gable now, which could be a good tag team. Cause they're both good at tag team wrestling. It was just like, man, you didn't have to do this. Cause now you just killed Tucker's like whole, like that dude has nothing to do now. Oh, no, he's out of here. Yeah. Once again, I hate to say that or put that on somebody, but we've seen this game before. Like, when they don't have anything for you, they just let, let you go, even yeah. during this time. Like, they had a talented young fella who, at times, can be problematic, but he's young, being Leo Rush, and they let him go and kept Rockstar Spud. What part of the game is that? Yeah. Like, yo – WWE just they're they're gonna squander Aleister Black too because they just and that's partly the the punishment for his wife because like you heard the story of him asking to go back to NXT and they were just like nah you good but we don't have nothing for you yeah that's what I'm saying they treat NXT as if like a horrible place to go like before we came on air I said like most of the people live in Orlando and you just got to go down the street to go to your job. I'm getting paid. I talked about this before. You're getting paid probably the same amount, maybe a little bit more when you get to the main roster, but you got to deal with more headaches. If I got to take a little price cut because it's so cheap to live in Florida, even though, you know, I, well, except for Miami, but I need all the coins I can get, especially during these times. I don't care. I'll take less stress and I get to work and, you know, I'll be on TV because the Aleister Black right now would probably be, with the strap after Finn Baylor, you know what I mean? And then his wife said, if I'm not mistaken, Selena said she is making more money from the OnlyFans and streaming than she is with her WWE yeah. contract. Yeah, there was there was out here like so okay. This is and this is something that's fascinating. I always I forgot to bring up, but I do want to talk about it is because the Selena thing is like a really disheartening thing because it's they asking these wrestlers to have 
uh, three six. Like we brought we brought up Leo Rush earlier. Remember when everyone was saying Leo Rush was tripping because he was talking about how they make you know three hundred thousand dollars. He makes three hundred thousand dollars a year, but it's not enough money because they don't pay for medical bills or travel expenses and help room and board or anything like that when they're traveling. And everyone was like, "Well, you need to work harder to get this other contract or do this and that." So all these other wrestlers was like, "All right, bet." So they start doing Twitch stuff. They start doing Cameo. They start doing the Patreon and OnlyFans. Some of them had their own podcasts and things like that. And like you said, it was Zelina. She was making big money. Rusev was making big money. AJ was making big money off of these things. And it wasn't like it was uh, anything sexually explicit because had Selena's OnlyFans been sexually explicit, we would have been seeing all the photos off of that. Like, that would have been all over the world, the internet. It would have been, you know, Paul Wall got the internet going nuts. But they did something and they found ways to make to to make money and not have to, you know, push Vince to like, hey, pay me more. And then when Vince saw all that money being made, he's like, you know what? This is ours now because you using your likeness to to make money off of this. And it's like Okay, sort of I, I am because it's my face. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I can stop using my name, but it's still my face. And that's what Zelina was trying to do. She was like, I'll use my other name. I'll use my real name. But they was like, nah, you gotta you gotta let all of this go. And she didn't. And she got fired for it. And now her husband, you know, unfortunately is gonna suffer because you know, she she made a choice for her. And now it's his fault that she made a choice that like that. Like that's not his fault. That dude is a great worker, but you know who will benefit from what other company he goes to. I mean, I don't know if AEW is the answer because Rusev went over there's and it's kind of like, all right, you go to dark. Like you can't put somebody like Aleister Black on AEW Dark, but you know that that's a that's me just thinking about AEW without going full slender like I usually do. It's just you know he got to go somewhere where he can actually be that guy because he can be that guy. I think even in a WWE promotion where it's just more so entertainment, you could still have him somewhere along the lines of well not even along the lines somebody that's marketable but you know yeah I know he definitely wants to lead though but it just like I said it just seems like if you go to NXT it's a punishment and it's actually it's probably a bigger blessing for so many reasons to go there. Like they look like they actually having fun enjoying doing what they love to do. It that's true. Um I do <clears throat> I do. I would be remiss if, you know, I think one thing we both agree with is not everybody who who kills it on NXT is going to automatically translate over to the WWE main roster. It's just it becomes a problem when all of the best people on NXT go over to the main roster and it's not working out like like is Triple H doing something that that's just like are these guys just not good enough and Triple H just pumping their head up? Because I can't believe that because, you know, 
it it just doesn't it doesn't look it doesn't fit right it doesn't fit like triple h has gone out and he's gotten some of the most talented people in all of wrestling to go work at nxt but you brought up AEW earlier and i figured that's a a good we can uh move on there because they've been working with uh impact ever since this kenny omega thing and they um they had their impact had their event this past weekend and uh they let kenny omega talk to carl anderson and apparently he was kicking it with him again yesterday like are we getting bullet club west <laughs> yes Oh man! Oh yeah! By the way, this is episode twenty-six, but you already know what it is. Uh, <laughs> so I had a Bullet Club shirt once upon a time. I, I still and got then one. something started. <clears throat> yeah, but some. But we actually, you know, wash ourselves. So something started yes. happening with having a Bullet Club shirt. I start noticing certain things. I started noticing that people that wear Bullet Club shirts don't look like me or you, you know. No. I don't need to go into the race thing because it's right there. But some of them just, you know, don't look like they upkeep themselves. Now, that's not a race thing. If you don't wash your behind, you don't cut your neck beard, you don't get a lineup. I don't know how white people get lineups, but whatever the case may be. If I feel like your shirt, if I put a blue light on it and it has Chick-fil-A sauce on it, uh sizzler barbecue sauce on it and it looks like it hasn't been washed as if you got it autographed by you know the original bullet crud members yeah i don't think i should be wearing a shirt because it makes me look like one of you that probably don't wash their behind even though you know i do wash mines thoroughly uh which, which is wild because no one who's ever been in bullet club looks dirty like Everybody, all the people in Bullet Club that you know we be calling insult, them dudes be coming out clean. You could tell they be washing and they be not just washing, but like underneath the fingernails and stuff. Like, when's the last yeah, time you came out and see the Bucks like looking dirty? Uh, they they can't. <laughs> yeah, I you know, I don't know no hygiene. Well, no, nah, let me take that back. Some of these workers, uh. Don't don't take baths. I'll just say that you know hygiene isn't a big thing with a lot of people. We'll just I'll just keep saying that. I'm trying to be, you know, mindful and PG today. I'm 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 doing that right now, but in particular with the fans, it made me say, well, I don't need this shirt anymore, and I'm just a Bullet Club fan from you know the OG version. So with you saying Bullet Club West is coming back. We about to see those unwashed shirts come back as well. Oh yeah, they never left. They never left. They just—it's just some dirty motherfuckers wearing AEW shirts now. Let me ask you a question <laughs> too: Who has came back more in their career? A Bullet Club, Bullet Club, DX, NWO. Or I would let me. What artist can I use right now? I was about to say future, but L. who L. just Kool keeps it? coming back? He like nah, because L just he kind of got the hint in two thousand one. You know, one of the greatest of all time, but come back. 
You know what? Okay, I got one. I got one for you right now. Because they keep putting out albums. Corn. Like, sometimes yeah. it's just cool to let things stay in the past. Corn came back this year with a new album. And it's like, hey, man, me and Barry, we be from an era where we used to go to the South Bay Galleria, or at least me, I used to go to the South Bay Galleria and listen to music in a warehouse music store right there off Hawthorne Boulevard. And I think that's Redondo. Regardless, I used to go in there and listen to your albums. This was 2001. And y'all still putting out music. Now, you know, I, I'm not one of those people who be like, well, if you're an older artist, you shouldn't put out music. No, nah, because it's an element to that because a man just sold, Bob Dylan just sold his catalog for $300 million. So it's a method to the madness of doing that. And it's just something you love doing. But in the case of Corn, NWO, Bullet Club, and DX, sometimes you just got to keep things in the past and let it stay. DX came back a couple years ago, had that atrocious match with Undertaker and Kane. And it's like, hey, man, cool. Now, they're not calling it Bullet Club, Wes. That's you that coined that term. But at the same time, are we gonna sit up here and say? Are we gonna sit up? I'm not gonna sit up here and lie and say they're not gonna to try to milk this for a bullet club. I don't know what they're gonna call it, because that's a new Japan property. But I know they had that collab they said they were trying to do with New Japan. So maybe they call it New Japan. I mean, maybe they call it, you know, Bullet Club, whatever. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> so this is always this is a tricky one because it's like I would love in some respects to see um, something along the lines of uh, a Bullet Club West, if for no other reason, because why not? Like, what what else is going on? What what else doing that's so important that they just can't go relive the past? Like, hell, man, Kenny Omega, he ain't got many years left in this so you know this man got to go get his west coast flowers while he can because you know he a legend out in japan but out here you know he don't have no he don't have no classics on this uh on this continent right here all his classics is on in the continent of asia on all island of japan and we know how american wrestling fans are and just WWE fans in general is like if you're not at least gonna have some WWE classics, you gotta have some classics on the continent. So, you know, yeah, give him this run, let him have this run, let him do this when he let him like he was always at his best when he was a jerk. Let him go be a, he's being a jerk again. It's the Kenny Omega everybody fell in love with. So, let it run, and if that means you know. Gallows and Anderson got to go be the Bullet Club Gallows and Anderson again. If that means Young Bucks got to go be the Bullet Club Young Bucks again, you know, just don't let Cody in. That's about it. Other than that, I mean, so be it. <laughs> I got to do that evil man laugh. I forgot to shout out to the Puerto Rican bro that be putting out uh, the videos. Uh, the one in particular is still on point and was the instant classic when he was talking about how dudes on Twitter be when they say stuff to women 
yeah. I had to do that evil laugh that he does because when you said that, that somehow uh, Stardust is going to not join Bullet Club, but he's going to get color from all 15 Bullet Club West members, as you call it. Yeah. I know this no, is going to be a way for him. No, go ahead, go brother. Ahead. No, because I think we was about to say no, the same I, I, thing. I, I think this, we both he, have to say. He's going to get jumped. Oh, okay, because I was about to say this is the way he's going to win the AEW title. Is He's going to see that Kenny has, like, lost his way and, you know, is this isn't the elite way and things like that. And then he's going to figure out a way to challenge for the title again, and he's going to win the title. It's going to be corny as hell. It's not going to be corny as hell because Cody going to win it. It's just going to be Cody corny as hell because like this is a Cody's a dude that could have been the dickhead and he just he's he's a guy who swears he's uh the face still a good guy and it's like dude you are a bad guy why do you not see this it's like the uh it's like when you play that game braid and it's just like by the time spoiler alert though i mean if you haven't beat it by now but by the time you get to the end of the game, you realize, oh, I was the bad guy. I it, it was me. I'm the villain here. Not not everyone else. It's 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 just me being a, a dick. That's Cody. It's people. It's people that haven't played Braid. Yes. Hey man, to anybody that's listening to this podcast, episode twenty six, I'm here to tell you, this is at Banks No Rest Two. If you haven't played Braid, please don't listen to this podcast, bro. You are uncultured. I'm here to say that. I'm here to double down on that, too. Please at me. Banks no rest, too, on social media platforms. If you haven't played Braid, if you haven't listened to the soundtrack, you are uncultured. Uncultured swine. We got to put it correctly. Um, But, no, nah, yeah, I like I said, I'm really excited for Bullet Club West because, you know, It'll be something interesting for them to do, cause why not? Why not? It'll be like when Westside Connection had that that out that second album. <laughs> uh, what is it called? Terrorist threats? Yeah, something like that. Like it's not yeah, very good at all. I bought that album from uh, Circuit City. They had me fooled. Rap City made me buy a lot of albums I shouldn't have bought because the video and the single was fired. Yes, the single was great, but it, it was not a good album. It was not. And the reason was because, you know, it had Mac-10 bars on it. But, um, <clears throat> We're not you know, that. I don't know. Sorry, are you I saying Kenny Omega is uh, Mac-10? No, I might say Rose. I mean, you know, he's they, he's definitely Cody not Rose. Dub C. <laughs> Cody Rose being Mac Ten is is insane because it might be an accurate description, and because well, actually Mac Ten knew he was the heel the whole time, and Cody is like, yeah, today I won't be a heel, tomorrow I'll be a babyface. You know what? Our Anderson gonna come out with me, and today I'm gonna be a babyface, and then when he doesn't come out with me, I'm gonna be a heel. So it's yeah. you know at least Mac Ten knows his role and he knows you know how to 
he he gets booked properly. I'll just say that he's one of the very few people to actually, you know, get put over by Cash Money Records. Uh, after 2002, I might I'm saying 2002. Before that, you know, everybody was getting put over. They just wasn't, you know, getting paid. It was like the 90s in wrestling. Unless you was Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart, you wasn't seeing no bread. So no, you wasn't getting no checks. Um. Yeah, I think Cody being Mac Ten might be the most accurate way to describe Cody as a wrestler and as a career man at this point. Um, but moving on, we so Kenny Omega is the AEW champion. He's the what is it? Triple A champion. Um, yeah, and it's looking like they might want to make him the Impact champion. Uh, and I know you've, you've been already on the record thinking like, this is Kenny Omega's like a uh, final run as a wrestler, as a worker. Cause his body is just breaking down. Um, and I can see that, but I think this is more just, Hey man, this is one of the best wrestlers to never go to WWE getting his flowers while he can. Cause I, I just can't see him retiring anytime soon. But I mean, if he doesn't retire, that body about to make him retire. The mind might say we ain't done, but the body definitely gonna tell him retire. He's 37, about to be 38 years old. He's had Hall of Fame matches at New Japan, which probably is the reason why his body is breaking down. Honestly, I think he's I I think he's the last. Or he was taught from somebody that was in the heart dungeon. I think he might be like one of the last, last people that's trained in the heart dungeon. You know, not personally with Stu, but they train with one of the family members. And for him to be that age, that's more than likely the 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 thing that actually happened. But you know, his mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you, brother. The man is a Hall of Famer. He's going in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame for what he did. Have I always been the biggest Kenny Omega fan? No, but he's had some great matches in New Japan. That's good enough for me as a New Japan guy. His body in the past, I want to say two years, whenever that Wrestle Kingdom Okada match was, was that 2018? Uh, With Okada? Yeah, 2018, yeah, somewhere around. Oh, the fourth one that okay. was that was 2018. No, the summer, right? Yeah, it was 2018. It was summer 2018. And it, okay, that's when I was like, okay, you know how Jamie Fox talked about the great Jamie Fox talked about you know the great Michael Jackson how the moves ain't Chris no more. That's yeah. exactly how it was. He was just he was moving slow. He t t did. Like he, you know, he it's like gum under his shoe. He couldn't get it off. Is is that? Um, I also just think is that they knew they was about to wrestle for seventy five minutes, and they was just like, "I'm not going fucking fast." Like, because the thing is about all of this is we talk about Kenny Omega's body being worn. Okada did all those matches too, and Okada still looked fine. But that's they also feel different of- over there. Well, to be fair, Okada's wrestling style isn't also go 100 miles an hour. Like, Okada's whole thing is 
I'm going to make this match good by making you look good. Like, and we got to say this too. Okada, I think, is like a year or two older than Kenny. He he about maybe three years tops. He, he ain't. No, no, I think Okada only like 35. Yeah. Let's say he's let's say he's 36. All right. He's still not no young whippersnapper. But at the no. same time, they got workers over there. What's my man always forget with the haircut that be rocking that Ron Ozzy shoes? Oh, uh, Suzuki? My man with the crazy pattern in his head. Yeah, Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, Suzuki 52. Yes, he is. But yeah, Minoru, Minoru Suzuki 52 years old. But this uh is very similar. Like they got a Zach so, Randolph type of game over there where they it's not about jumping at all. It's all about you know how much you can stay on the ground. Like you see Kenny Omega, like almost every move he does, he got a jump. Okada got like two moves where he jumped. It's a drop kick and a dive. Everything else is on the ground. Right, and I mean he be throwing the potatoes too. Oh know? yeah, he do. <laughs> Suzuki be throwing potatoes, bro. It's it's. And then the other guy, you know what? I'm a New Japan guy. Let, let me be. I've been on record before. My fault, and I'm gonna let you talk because I got to just put this disclaimer. I tell people when I record often, I got a good memory. I'm just not good with names at all. So I know the people. I and. Other than basketball, I know your name. I just forget names. But I know the sport, and I know who you are. I just forget names. So I was talking about my mans before I let you go ahead. That be throwing all the slaps, too. What, the one with no neck? The little pudgy dude. Oh, yeah, yeah my man, they be throwing the slaps. They be potatoing each other. Yeah, each <laughs> They be potatoing each other. They beat the hell out of each other every single damn time they fight like i know we'd be worried about, like i know like naito versus ibushi is like a legit worry because those dudes might kill each other it's like with suzuki and ishii fight it's like yo this might turn into a real fight because they just be, remember in black dynamite when they he uh slapped the dude for real and he's like motherfucker and they had to cut in and bring another person in that's what the suzuki ishii fight feel like it's like it's gonna be a chop at one point, and they're gonna be like, "Yeah, we got to bring Yoshihashi to finish this match or something." But yeah, but it's just like you said, maybe because they not, you know, because Kenny, he he can't even do that spot. He did it at AAA, but that whole over the the Swanton bomb over the ropes. But when he yeah. do it now, he got to warm up. He but he got to tell his mind. I mean, he got to tell his body, like, you know what? We about to do it. And then he can tell his body, just like, bro, please. Please, so please follow. Things where it's just like, yeah, because when he did his his uh, finisher, it just, it ain't crispy. Like, he did it on AEW in a tag match with Hangman, and he looked like, whoa, I got to pick this person up. It just, it's just, you know, it's not there no more. Yeah, and it's just like, I mean, he also came through in Japan and they like something Shinsuke Nakamura talked about. And one of the reasons he left is like, it's like one of the reasons things he doesn't like is like the degree of difficulty and moves is like it, it becomes dangerous to just 
do at a certain point. And it just becomes hard on the body to do. And the one winged angel is not an easy move to do. Like, I know we talk about like, you know, Ricochet and all these other dudes that have high flying moves have to do, have to get like uh ground moves just because to do those high flying moves hurts. But yo, the one winged angel just looks painful to do. Like you got to put the dude on your neck. Then you got to pull them over your head, which once again involves the neck. And then you got to slam them down, which involves your tailbone. Like those are the two most painful parts of wrestling. You got to mess up your spine on two different places. Of course it hurts. I wouldn't be crispy either having to do that move every night. But, right. So with him, maybe he took out, he took off because he was working obviously before he get, he went to New Japan. So, you know, he he's been doing that spot for a while. He's been doing all those high wrist moves for a while before he went to New Japan. So that probably added on to his body. Besides not being used to working that strong style and taking those insane bumps or getting stiff, whereas the other Japanese workers they so used to that because they've been near you know, predominantly their whole careers. So with him, I'm sorry, go ahead. Is that, and they just, they don't jump. Like you can see it in the bucks, like the bucks, you know, Matt Jackson back. That's that's not a a shoot, a work. That's a shoot. His back really be hurting because they be doing too much jumping. All that jumping, it, it starts to kill your body. Like, Look at Randy Orton. The reason Randy Orton is still in such good shape and he can move as crisp as he does is because that man don't jump nothing. He don't jump nowhere. Like, how often do you see that dude's feet leave the mat? Hey, he might be Z- he might be Zebo, bro. <laughs> he might. He might be. Z-Bo. I'm gonna give you these nineteen ten these nineteen ten stats, and it ain't gonna look good, but it's gonna get the job done. Yeah. And but he talked, remember, he talked about the, he's been like saying that for years. Like before Taker was saying, you know, these guys, they do this, they do that. And that's taking a lot off their careers. He said that Randy Orton being Randy Orton, he said that a couple of years ago. Like he was like, the reason why I'm probably going to work past 40 and I don't really have any real issues other than, you know, my shoulder because I had surgery on them shoulders. I had surgery on them. I can work for years and years to come because I don't do all those high spots. And he's not lying. Like I saw a clip. I think it was from that nineties Twitter account or whatever the case may be or whatever account it was. And it just talked about, and you know, maybe this is me just being an old man because I like the, you know, high spots, but to a certain degree, and it was just like, you know, it was tag team wrestling, which is a little bit harder to do than a singles match because you got so much involved with it. And it just broke down how simple you could tell a story in the ring. But that's the same thing, you know, Taker and Randy was saying. And it's the reason why, not at that time in particular, but now if you work that style, you might not go over. Yeah, you know, to a certain degree, you probably won't go over. But at the same time, you got to think about yourself. So if you get, let's say, in the WWE, like a straight WWE, 
on the main card, it'll work for TV. Yeah, because you you'll save more of your body. But the NXT, if you just stay there long term, you'll be fine. But the NXT, the WWE, that transition far as the working style might not work. And that's the problem with, you know, old man Vince. Old man Vince is probably like, that's not going to work here. You got to switch up for TV or you got to learn how to work a certain style for TV instead of, you know, the NXT high spot stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, well, oh, uh, sidebar, just got to wish a, uh, congratulations to, we joke about them, but congratulations to Cody and Brandy who are apparently expecting a child. So, shout out to y'all. Anyways. Being me, dipping out on me, already got what you needed. Let's move on. It's like, it's like, uh. Like when Mac Tan and T Boss had a baby. Shortly after that, T Boss dipped. So maybe there's a shot for you afterwards. Until then, yes, I'm her. Yes, that's a shame. It's I know that whole song. It's a great record. It, it Fantastic. is. It's, it's, it's a great record. Um, the backstory is a little problematic, but which great R&B oh, song doesn't have a, a problematic background? I wish by Carl Thomas. That's probably problematic too. We just don't know yet. <laughs> that dog had to, that dog had the sweaters. That dog did oh, yeah. crawl temperature. Yeah, they put that dog in a turtleneck sweater, knowing that that dog's neck was already warm. That's 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 just the most offensive thing, but it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Um But nah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, you know, we shout out, we talked about New Japan. Shout out to Hiromu Takahashi for winning the uh, the super best super juniors. The play, he is the Playboy Cardi of New Japan. Um, shout out to Gorillas of Destiny for finally winning uh, a tag league title. I think they won one like four years ago. And they they should have won like four or five of them by now, but they won this year. So I guess they're going to be uh, in the tag team match at Wrestle Kingdom. And yeah, I know we talked about you know tag league and Super Juniors wasn't really good this year, and that's partly because of the pandemic and other parts. Just they're just trying to get everybody to Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, but Aaron, uh, everybody work for the most part. Everybody they had on there is working. For a yeah. promotion. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, Wrestle Kingdom, I think, will be a good show. And, you know, Takahashi is the right person to run the, the junior division right now because he's just that type of good. But, um, no, what is the Wrestle Kingdom card right now? I got to look that up. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look it up as we speak right now. I know I've never seen them advertise for as much as they're doing right now. Like they going OD and I love it with the promotion of the pay-per-view. Like, and maybe because they got more popular this year, but they, they definitely going all out for the promotion. And I, I love every minute of it. Well, and I getting, think it's, uh, 
It's gonna be promising just because we gotta we we gotta start this new year off right after after the year this been. Let's start this one off right. Okay, so this is what we got so far going in is we got Tetsuya Naito night one is Naito versus Ibushi for both belts. Oh, this Classic. should be a fun match. This should be a fun match. You got a Kazuchika Okada versus Will Ospreay. Um, you got Tanahashi versus some dude named Great Okan. I don't know who that is. Uh, you got the Dangerous Techers, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre versus Gorillas of Destiny for the tag team titles. Classic. And then, and then you got Hiromu Takahashi versus El Fantasmo to determine who's the number one for the IG, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Because apparently Ishimori is the champion again. I didn't know that. Me neither. But uh, but um, then you got on night two, whoever won between Naito and Ibushi faces Jay White uh, for both. Uh, I'm going with you know if we're gonna do early predictions, I'm going with Naito. Uh, maybe. It depends if if they're going to put the belt on Jay White, you got to let Naito win. Otherwise, it's you, you got to let Ibushi rock it. I think it's Ibushi's turn, though. Um, I wouldn't be mad at that. I want to see that. Yeah, but, I mean, it's also time for Jay White to go get this uh, American money. Absolutely. I just – I wish it would be with WWE, but they might say, you know what, we already got somebody that looks like you. He's called Seth Rollins. Well, I mean, hey, they might tell that to Karrion Cross too. It was like, we got someone like you already. His name is Baron Corbin. His name is Drew McIntyre. No, you know, I, I, just a bald white guy. Let's just say that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Cesaro might tell him, like, hey, man, you a bald white dude. Don't do this to yourself. Name a bald right. white dude at WWE that's eating right now. That's not Goldberg. That's the last bald white champion they had. Right. And I'm Cesaro. I'm supposed to be multiple time world champion. Yeah. Like every time they ask Vince, like, so why isn't Cesaro champion? And he's like, well, millennials. And it's like, that ain't even an answer, Vince. What what kind of answer is that? It's a Vince answer. It's like this is like one of them old heads that just tell you something and just walk away from you. Like the ones that you yeah. see posted at liquor stores or somewhere. But like, hey man, you know if you look up, you'll see the sky. Even if it ain't clear, you still get your answer. Huh? Yeah. What? What did you say, Vince? What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Vince, one of them, uh, that's one of them grandparents that tell you every the reason everything is wrong is because of the light bill. Because oh yeah, you're gonna run out my light bill doing all of this. Why, right, why is right, Cesaro right. only champion, Vince? It's because the light bill too damn high. Everybody won all this pyro and this and that. Yeah, it was a tragedy. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> still 17 years strong, and I still love that quote. But no, nah, the rest of uh night two on New Japan. Is Evil versus Sonata, which has had to be the match. Um, Shingo Takagi versus Jeff Cobb for the never open weight title. Okay. 
And yeah, either Takahashi or Phantasmal versus uh, Ishimori for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Those are the matches right now. Uh, I ain't really about to make no predictions on that just because some things could change and they might make, still make some additions. But I will make some some predictions on this, this TLC card we got coming up because, hey, man, <clears throat> I, they're actually giving us a good card. Like yeah, to close out the year, that caught me off guard. Like we we we've been talking bad about WWE this whole thing, but they've actually give us given us fair a fairly decent card to go through with this. Um so we got the new day versus the hurt business. I'm guessing the hurt business win this because they just they basically just let them win just flat out, and it's looking like they just wanna it's looking like they're making uh they're pushing Cedric Alexander to be the rock character in the Nation of Domination, like the dude who eventually just usurps this. Turn it up. How long I've been saying it's time for Cedric the Alexander to get that push? Cedric the Alexander, man. I mean, one of the things I think people forget about is like when Kevin Owens was leave when he was Kevin Steen, and I think when he was leaving either PWG or Ring of Honor, he singled out Cedric Alexander as like, yo, this dude is going to be the future of wrestling. You said that him and Chris Bay is the future. Chris Bay is absolutely the future. We got to get him over in NXT and get him an NXT run too. Uh, I don't want a main main roster run. But that's the problem. He is a main roster player, but not for that company because, (laughs) I, I mean, it goes without saying. It really yeah. goes without saying. And he's not the you know biggest of person either. So Vince really gonna try to have him probably B-boy stancing or something. He he gonna have him as crazy legs in WWE. Yeah, he really is. He really is. Just keep you to- young fella, young fella, just you know, keep on getting that indie money. True. True. Just get your Twitch account up real quick. Um oh, that's gonna happen. I think he's doing like a lot of the IG. We'll, we'll talk about him because it, it's going it, – Chris Bay appreciation is coming very soon for me. Yeah. King of, king of impact right now. Um, anyways, so, yeah, let's – I guess we should go through this card. Uh, so, you got – yeah, the Hurt Business. Like I said, we, I think we both think that Cedric the, Cedric the Alexander, the way he's uh, been booked on Raw and – these past few weeks is they might start making him like seem like he should be the new uh, leader of the hurt business, which I'm, I'm absolutely with that. Um, you got Sasha Banks versus Carmella for the SmackDown women's championship and Sasha Banks is winning that. They're not going to put the belt on Carmella just yet. Oh, I was going to say Carmella. I, I wanted this match also to be a wig on the pole match, but, but I didn't get my wish. So, Hey man, yeah, this might be the bundles match. They have to do that. Yeah, I'm just you know, I'm gonna chill out. I'm gonna be watching this match. That's all I say. Yeah, man, they're gonna order so much hair between the both of them. Like Vince about to look at his hair. Who gonna steal the wig like Mulatto? Who gonna steal the? They gonna have Mulatto come in and steal the wig? Yeah, they're gonna come (laughs) out. They got Mulatto come in and steal the wig real quick. You know, uh. <clears throat> you know Carmella is out here singing bitch from the south word for word. 
Yeah, with every word involved. And Corey Gray's the nasty old man has probably encouraged her to say a problematic word she shouldn't say. Yeah, absolutely. But no, nah, she uh well she better not. She kick it with the new day a little too heavy to be out here disrespecting. But um well, yeah, true. True. You never know. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh no, nah, next match. We got Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and to be determined. And why is Asuka's partner going to be Charlotte Flair and they win that match? Oh, I was going to say Eva Marie, but okay. It could be Eva Marie. She is scheduled to return. It just Bruh, feels like. Not, they, they, it's going to be Eva Marie. They, they don't do <clears throat> the thing that you think they should do. That's true. And, you know, Vince can't turn away from I would prefer face. it be. That's facts. Even when that's not that good in the ring. But I would prefer it be Naomi. And they call the team Rush Hour 3. But, you know, or 4. But they that's yeah. probably not going to happen. It'd be, it'd be too fun. It'd be too fun. And you know Vince. Vince don't like fun. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be Eva Marie. Yeah, it's going to be Eva Marie. Uh, if it's not even Marie, then it's definitely Charlotte, so she can become a Grand Slam champion because she got to be sick that Bailey, Asuka, and Sasha all got there before her. Yeah, or they're gonna save her for Royal Rumble because you know that'd be fitting to bring her back as well. But we'll see. She probably went Royal Rumble again like she did this year. Uh, if it might be even Marie to win the Royal Rumble, don't. And she won the Royal Rumble. Hey, man, I wouldn't be surprised. It's WWE. It's true. It's big facts. Um, nah, but uh, next match, I mean, we got The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. I don't know. Hold on. No. Hold on. Let me do the Joe Button phrase. Why? <laughs> Why? You know why. At this point, they got to have Bray Wyatt on because of money. And, you know, you can't have it. Like, you ain't getting Cena no more. So you got to have Randy Orton at every pay-per-view event now. Bro, it's just, Orton, no. I, I'm, I've been done with this Fiend stuff for a while now. I, I don't want to see it no more. I'm going to skip past this match. I just – I never cared. I don't care about him. I never cared about Alexa Bliss. Um, I think the match can be good. It's just this is a match where like both of these characters rely so much on story, and the story so far has not been very good. That's that's my main issue with <clears throat> that's my main issue with this this rivalry is just and this program is just these are two story driven characters, and the story has not been as good as it should have been, and like they just did too much too soon. They could have taken their time with this and they just rushed it. Like they could have really taken their time and had something, something interesting here. And I know, you know, I'm saying that they, they rushed it like, Oh, that's surprising that WWE rushed something. But yeah, it's just disappointing, especially how good Randy Orton's been all year. And, you know, 
the the way Bray bounced back from losing to Goldberg with the Firefly Funhouse match, and just to just it just feels like they didn't have any say in this and how this was booked. But um, <clears throat> it is what it is. You know what? WWE is like sound. WWE is SoundCloud, bro. It might be. It might be. It's just like. It just feels like uh, drill rap, where it's like, yo, all of these people should be bigger stars than what they are, but y'all keep killing each other for nothing. That part. Or New York in this instance, because every time they got a star, it's just like, you know what? We good. You got to go to jail or die, unfortunately. Yeah. Shout out to Roddy Rebel, who's free now. But we got to get Bobby free. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, we got to get him out though ASAP, expeditiously. Yeah, because I mean, I t- I keep telling y'all, New York people, y'all not gonna win into anything until Bobby free. Once Bobby free, y'all gonna win stuff. Watch, watch. Yeah, Ob Wan. I know his actual last name. I'm joking, but Ob about to be on the Knicks, <laughs> averaging thirty when Roddy yeah. get out. I'm telling you, man. I'm. It's, it's like. It's gonna have to be Thanos memes all day. They they called me a madman. They called me. They said I was a, a psychopath. But watch, watch when when Bobby get out, the Nets win the title. I believe it. Hey, they might want to let them all ASAP in. Yeah. It's just man, y'all y'all not gonna win nothing. Y'all got Durant and y'all gonna lose still because y'all haven't freed Bobby. Once you free Bobby, New York will follow. Man, New York's still going to be mad if the Knicks win this championship. They're going to be like, it shouldn't have been the Knicks. He didn't go to the Knicks. Man, nobody likes the Knicks. Man, you better be happy if Brooklyn win. It's New York. It's not the Knicks, though. It's the same thing like if the Clippers ever win a championship, it's going to be like, it's not the Lakers. That's different, though. The Lakers haven't gone 40-something years without winning the title. It's almost 50 years since the Knicks won a title. Yeah, you know how old like, you, there are people who are Knicks fans who are about to be grandparents and have never seen their team win a title. Or they might be great grandparents at this point. Yeah, like we, we made fun of Chicago people that way because of they, uh, they little Cubs. Now y'all sitting up here looking like Chicago Cubs fans in every sport. Cleveland won a title before y'all. And that's Cleveland. just sad because who wants to go on vacation in Cleveland? Nobody. Shout out to Joe Kim Noah for that. Nobody. Like, I'll never forget, shout out to Monty Jones. Is he? He's the perfect person to explain it. Cleveland fans want you to feel bad for them that they live in Cleveland. Like, no. Forget you. Angela Little City. <laughs> no, forget you. You stay but in no. Cleveland. And, you know, shouts out to Ray Cat. <laughs> yeah, but no, Oscar's winning the tag team titles. Um, and... Uh, Eva Marie. Yeah, the, the Freen, Ray Wyatt, Randy Orton match, I, it doesn't matter who wins that. So long as they try and tell a better story going forward. Um yeah, because they're going to definitely milk it for like the next two or three months. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we could get a tag okay, team cool match. Question. 
with the Street Profits hey. and uh, Ziggler now. What's up? My fault. So, oh god. <laughs> so this is what I want to say. Let's let's play prediction game real quick. Even though they're gonna do the opposite of what we predict, but that's why I always try to predict what they might do. What do you do with the fiend for the next, let's say, year? Um, I don't know, man. That's that's. It. <laughs> And we can move on, brother, because you know what? They're saying the same exact thing. I don't know. We, we, I don't know. We, we, yeah. we figured out. We're going to have him go against the Miz at WrestleMania. We, we, I don't know. I mean, why not at this point? Um, the Miz is kind of a joke at this point, too. And I, I like the Miz. In the bank. I like in the bank. I Second time, money I in the bank winner. And he a joke. I like the Miz. But um, come on, man. They got him out here, you know, being the second fiddle dude to like, they had AJ come out and say, yeah, yeah, I'll help you cash in because I can whoop your ass way easier than I can whoop his ass. And we was all looking like, you know what? I would like to see it. We would love to see AJ just sit up there, let him cash in and then beat the Miz ass and win the title because it would be hilarious because AJ is... AJ is on fire this year. I mean, he's never had a bad year. That's why I keep saying he's top five greatest of all time. He just never he, had a bad year, and that's not he had, he had one dude on TikTok that that just don't miss. Oh, what's my dude name? I forgot. Uh, little dude that said, "Dad, do you love me?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, cap." cap. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to cap. But AJ no, AJ Styles might be high, high Davis, bro. Never seen a bad skit. Nope, just be whooping people ass. Just all you see is hands, feet, hands, feet. Pele kick. Hey man, Pele. <laughs> hey yo, this sounds like Tekken instructions, yo. Yo, he he's a real life Eddie Gordo. The way he be wrestling. But since we're talking about AJ, I'm picking AJ to actually beat uh, Drew McIntyre. Really? Because I think the main event at WrestleMania has to be Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. I know they're talking about Goldberg. I know they're talking about The Rock potentially coming. And The Rock ain't doing that. They got to let that. They got, yeah, they got to let that hurt go. That man is the only way you come out insanely for Black Adam when he's already 287 pounds. Like, hey man, once again, Kevin Hart is his guy. Remember that Kevin Hart bit, hey man, your job is done. You won. Yeah. Like, so the thing about The Rock coming back is The Rock ain't coming back to lose. So I mean, if you you if you're gonna have him face Roman, you think he about to just lose to his little cousin? No. See, this is my thinking. If y'all can stop being hard headed, wait till 2022 when things might 
or become the new normal and y'all can get to the SoFi Stadium in LA because you can't have that match at Tampa. You're going to have a rock versus Roman Reigns in Tampa. And it's not going to happen no. because he's booked. Like, he doesn't have he's, a lot of movies going on right now because of the pandemic, but he definitely, they about to start shooting he, Black Adam like relatively soon. Yeah, he's still Ricky Johnson, Thompson. He's still booked and busy. He is still booked and busy. Right. So it's like he's selling, te- he going crazy with the marketing with that tequila. Shouts out to him for that. Uh, but no, they're not going to get him. Like they don't, we don't need Goldberg at WrestleMania. We need Goldberg at Royal oh. Rumble. Now, do I want to see Roman Reigns? I want to see Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. I definitely want to see that. Do I want to see it at WrestleMania? No. Well, you know what I would like to see at WrestleMania? Get, if you can't get Brock Lesnar, get Goldberg. Go ahead. You you know who I'd like to see though. If you're gonna keep the belt on Drew McIntyre, I'd like to see Drew versus Cena. I don't think we've had a proper Drew versus Cena match. I would prefer to see because both of them are babyface unless you're going to turn Drew heel. I actually want to see Roman Reigns versus this this version of Roman Reigns. That's what I'm saying. The two people I named. I want to see this version of Roman Reigns going against John Cena. That would be really cool, actually. But uh, And then, I mean, you know, it could be. It don't have to be a retirement match unless Cena, like, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm booked and busy as well. But I want to see it because it's this version of Roman Reigns who, you know, Cena barred up like loaded Lux when they had that one match. But now, you know, the tables have turned, Charlotte Murphy. So you can do yep. it the way you do it now. But, you know, I want to see that. Nah. Honestly, man, just give me Goldberg. If he ready to come back, that is, because Brock looked like he just chilling, which I understand. And it's a pandemic. Can't forget that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, a rumor came out saying that he wants a bigger bag. I'm going to say this is why. I'm going to say why that's a rumor. Because if he hit up Vince and be like, hey, man, I need three, Vince going to be like, say less. Vince going to be like, I'll give you four. Yeah, he's not talking to nobody else. He ain't hitting no no AW. They can't afford him. No. They like, bro, it's gonna be straight. Vince, the thing is with Vince, he probably like, all right, let's say Brock hitting him up. Like, <laughs> I need three to four mil. You know, Vince got 10 if you want to be a buck with him, but he, you know, Vince like to play the cheap game. Like, hey man, meet me halfway, bro. You know, times is hard. Yeah, like, bro, you made your biggest money this year. Nah, Brock gonna look at him like this is halfway. Nah, this but you know, Brock, come on, bro, cut me a little deal. I've been good to you all these years, baby. You gonna start this talking is? like a fiend? I've been good to you. You're gonna be like Vince. This is friendship money right here. This is a friendship number. Let and me produce it is, too. Brock cost a living. Don't even need that much yet. All he needs is hundred k. He probably good for his cost yeah. of living, but still. Yeah, ain't his kids uh, training now anyway? Well, that's why he probably need a couple meals because they eat a lot. So I don't think a hundred grand for all all the people in the household gonna be enough. That's true. That's true. But that mortgage is cheap. He in the middle of nowhere, Canada, bro. That house been paid for a million times over. It ain't nothing probably for but two hundred grand for the land out there. 
It's not like he plus, in Toronto. Plus, Brunt likes to go hunting. He, 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 100000 will work. All he needs is buckshot. That or some arrows. I think he used arrows, bro. This dude is a real caveman. <clears throat> he used arrows, bro. Oh, he, oh, well, shit. And that's the case then. Yeah, he might need more than 100000 because them arrows get expensive to, to buy. Like you bullets, can't bullets. Like yeah. You can't do like Red Dead Redemption 2? Take the arrow mm-hmm. out? I mean, you can, but, you know, Brock got expensive taste, man. Brock got expensive taste. You see him with them Jimmy John shorts. He ain't just going to any sandwich place. He's going to only the finest of cold-cut cuisines. Jimmy John is fire, though. That was, that's, that's what I'm saying. Which that's is, saying. you know, caught me off guard when I first had one. I said, all right, I got a lot of questions. You think a place that's named Jimmy John's and how it looks in the inside would not be fire? Yeah. It's, in fact, very good, everybody. Yes. Yes. It is nothing like Jersey Mike's. It sounds like it should be like Jersey Mike's. It ain't. If you eat at Jersey Mike's, please turn this podcast off. Please don't yeah. listen to my our podcast anymore because, yo, Jersey Mike's might be top five worst food I ever had in my life. I couldn't even digest it. it yeah. Yeah. It feel like those uh, field trip subway sandwiches they used to submarine sandwiches they used to give you. <laughs> Definitely That's, lunch lady esque food. Yeah, like is whoever is putting the recipe definitely wearing a hairnet for fun. But um, uh, I guess the last match is Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens TLC match. Roman Reigns ain't losing here, but it's gonna be a fun match. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go back one second to that you versus AJ match. If they give us 20 minutes, it's not gonna be a classic, but it's gonna be a very good match because I I see it does have that uh stipulation. If it was just like a regular match match, I say it's a classic if they gave us 20 minutes. But this this style of match, eh, it'll be a yeah. very good match. But you know, the Roman Reigns versus Kevin O, they man. Eh, I don't think Vince likes Kevin Owens. I'm, well, he don't like anybody except for, like you said, Baron and probably Braun and probably one more person. Yo, he really don't like Kevin Owens. <clears throat> no, no, well, yeah, he loved Roman because Roman giving him giving him that bad. Do Roman like him is the question. Probably no. No, nah, probably not. Because I feel know. like he'd be texting Roman just random times. So he like, fam, I got five. Literally, I have five kids. I don't want to talk to send, you. He'd be sending Roman memes and shit. He's just like, go play with your grandkids. Go be I an adorable them. grandfather. I hate them. They not in shape. Like, yo, them kids is 12, bro. All six of them. Seven of them. But, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, but no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my predictions for TLC. I, I'm taking the Hurt Business to be something more than some Forex champ, uh, Forex stable. 
Sasha going to go over on Carmella. Someone did make a point is that Snoop is going to be on AEW, so they might let Sasha lose just because Snoop is over there. Bro, I'm telling you, I've been seen this movie before. I will tell you this also. This is the longest uh, winning streak with the title Sasha Banks has ever had because she usually loses the yes. title in like a week. Yes, yes. This is her longest reign by far. Like, I think she's won the title four or five times before. And I don't think before this, it's gotten over, like, in total, a month's worth of time. Like, she'll win the title on Monday and lose it on a Sunday. All the time. Yeah. So, you know, um, but yeah, so it got, you know, got Sasha, got Roman, got Asuka, and, you know, you believe it to be Eva Marie. Uh, I think it's going to be Charlotte. We both wish it would be Naomi. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton, it doesn't really matter. Um, McIntyre versus AJ, you got McIntyre, I got AJ. Out of all my predictions, I just want to be right about it being Eva Marie because I'm telling you, bro, it just – you know, I'm, I'm I'm wrong more than I'm right, but at the same time, <laughs> we done seen this movie before, bro. What we think is logical, they go with the illogical. Like, yeah. bro, y'all didn't have to break up the iconics at all. It was no point. That that's the weirdest thing they did this year, and they did a lot of weird things more so than ever before. This their yeah. best financial year, but they did a lot of weird things. Breaking up the iconics. I'm not the huge, the biggest fan of the iconics, but that's just that was just weird. For no, then like, they put her with Lacey Evans. Like, yeah, like you broke up a legit like women's tag team to make two makeshift women's tag teams, and it didn't work. <clears throat> it's just like when they broke up Heavy Machinery just to put Otis back in another tag team. So you know what's going to happen to Big E, right? He's going to be in another tag uh, he's team. He's going to get buried. He's going to be in the rest of his career. Yep. He's going to be in a tag team with Angelo Dawkins because Montez Ford going to go solo only to get put into a tag team with Dolph Ziggler. And you want to know how Wait, I so know he's there. Montez and Dolph Ziggler about to be a, a tag team because that would actually be hilarious and fire. Yes, it's going to be both. Now, you want to know the most glaring thing about this TLC card? There is no defense of the Intercontinental or the United <coughs> States champion. They, they, the titles don't exist. You just reminded me of the Intercontinental title. Like, I know Sami Zayn be coming out with it, but, you know, yeah. I just tend to forget. Yeah, Vince don't care about them belts no more. So you just don't Yo, get man, like gonna keep it a buck and have a conversation about <clears throat> how he doesn't care about anything, bro. No, he really don't. He really don't. At this point, so long as it's bringing in money, like you know what Vince care about? The network. Vince ain't out here trying to put on good TV anymore. He's just trying to make sure he gets your subscription money in, just like Netflix and all of that. So they just gonna throw whatever at you and hopefully you know you'll just they're going i'm telling you they're about to start making playlists of matches they're just about to have these so weird wwe playlists. is in fact 
WWE is Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's that's where we're gonna end it too. Y'all have hey, a good day, everyone. Y'all take care. Enjoy that 0.3% workers. Yes.